Welcome to Series 1, Episode 2. This is an archive of live video Q&As streamed online. In this episode, live streamed on the 31st of March, I chat to Adam Roney from Calls9. I ask Adam what are the best practices and techniques for organisations to manage their internal and external comms right in the middle of coronavirus chaos. Enjoy. Welcome to the Johnny Ross Audio Experience. I'm Johnny Ross, founder and digital marketing strategist of Fleet Marketing. Each podcast, I'll be bringing you an expert to inspire you, to give you some great business growth takeaways, and to get you thinking about marketing and the bigger picture of how businesses can improve, adapt, and grow. I look forward to sharing this with you on each podcast. So here we go. Hi, how are we all? So, uh, we are continuing our thread of asking experts to help uh, organisations get through uh, what we are calling maybe Corona chaos. I'm not quite sure, uh, but um, there's a, there's, a, there's a, a lot of uh, people asking questions. There's lots of people unsure even what questions to ask, uh, and so um, uh, as you've seen, we've set up this Facebook group to uh, to help people. Uh, and support businesses, support organizations, support self-employed, support freelancers, all sorts of different things. Um, and uh, we have an expert here today. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, internal comms, external comms. We're going to be talking about um, how can you start managing teams remotely. You've you've had your teams in a uh, an office environment in different locations. How are we going to start uh, managing them remotely? Today we've got uh, Adam uh, Roney with us and uh, from Calls9. Hello, good. how are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, morning, Johnny. How are you doing? I'm all right. How's the last couple of weeks been for you? Um, different. Yeah, very different. I think um, we tried to um, kind of follow the government's advice, so we took the company remote pretty much as soon as we were given the nod to do so. Um, and I think at the time, you know, we fared probably a little bit better than a lot of businesses because we're kind of geared up for that already. Lots of our systems are already remote. Um, <clears throat> the guys have got laptops, and so that wasn't really too much of a of an issue. But obviously, very quickly, we start to hit all the kinds of problems that I guess everyone else is facing, which we're going to talk about today um, in terms of, obviously, ongoing communication and managing the mental health side of things, which I think is really important. Um, and obviously... You know, how do you do business as usual from a remote perspective? So I think it's been a bit of a whirlwind. I feel like we've worked um, probably harder in the last couple of weeks than we have done in the last couple of months. And I'm talking to clients. I know that they feel the same. So I think there's an adjustment period. Hopefully everybody's getting over the hump of that. And then we can start to start to try and do business as usual going forward, really. Yeah, no, totally. And uh, and I should say, by the way, that we are live streaming on YouTube. Uh, we're live streaming on uh, Facebook within the Facebook group, which is the uh, Coronavirus Yorkshire Business Support Group. You'll find us. If you're watching this on uh, replay, then just put hashtag replay in the comments because it'll help us understand how and 
uh, how and where people are uh, seeing this content. So that would be really helpful. If you do have questions, please post them in the comments uh, and we'll try and answer. Uh, at the same time, uh, if if this is uh, afterwards on the replay, post your questions and we'll come back afterwards and uh, and comment as well. Um, so, yeah, as you say, it's, uh, it's it has. It's been uh, really tough times. Just give us a, a quick snapshot of, of Calls 9. What does, what does Calls 9 do? Yeah, so we're a digital services provider and there's essentially two parts to our business. We help businesses uh, design, build, launch and scale digital products and services. And then we also have particular expertise in legal tech, really, which is based on my background as an ex-legal professional. And that's around helping law firms market and sell their products and services more effectively. And all of that really is joined together through an internal comms strand. Um, and over the last uh, four or five years, we've deployed lots of internal comms solutions into different businesses. And so we've got some sense of what works, what doesn't work. And also at the moment, we're able to see what our clients are doing in terms of how they're using those solutions and actually how they're trying to deal with the crisis as well. And well, um, uh, Yeah, exactly. What are you hearing from your clients right now? What's the, you know, what's, what are the the, the, the the questions they're asking you or what are the, the, the problems, you know, I think there's lots of common problems, but I'm just curious from your point of view, what you're hearing. Yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's a mixed bag. There are businesses that we deal with that are actually busier than ever, um, both in the, in the legal space and in the other sectors that we operate in. Um, there's a lot of people that need help and support. So businesses that are geared up to do that, um, both internally and externally, I think, are at least busy in the short term. Whether they can convert that into bottom line revenue, I guess, remains to be seen. Um, there are businesses we deal with that have experienced quite a large decline, actually, in their trade. Um, a lot of marketing businesses, I think, are, are going to struggle now and in the, in the next quarter as well. Some of them, though, are trying to pivot what they do to take that core offering, try and take it in a different direction, uh, maybe offer something unique to their customers. I think that that's going to be the the kind of message of the day for most of 2020, really, is yeah. how do you do what you do now, but differently, better? How can you offer help and support around that? Um, so it's challenging, but I think the businesses that are creative, that are really reaching out, trying to, trying to solve the problem of today, um, hopefully are, are going to succeed. So... You know, yeah, the the ethos of of this conversation and and uh, you know is to ultimately try and help organisations, um, whether it be survive, whether it be hibernate, uh, whether it be consider opportunity. Um, the the key thing though is how are they going to recover strongly out of this, and 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 it's about that sort of differentiation as well. Do do businesses um, need to make rapid changes right now? Is that is that sort of do do we need do they need to act quickly or uh, before they end up making some big mistakes do you think so i guess i mean we were talking to um our accountants actually about this recently and and actually sort of polling them on on what they've been saying to their clients and very much i think the sense is if you can over the next one to two months continue to try and run your business as normal then ultimately try and do that because that helps the sense of recovery, right? If we all put the brakes on simultaneously, then it's a foregone conclusion that it's all going to stop. If we try over the next one to two months to really drive forward, really help and support each other, really make businesses 
um, function as normal, then we stand a bit of a chance maybe of, of having the inertia to get over the current hump. So I think in some sense, and I do feel for businesses that have to make immediate decisions. I've got friends that have got very, very challenging decisions they've got to make with their with their staff and with their customers. But if you don't have to do that, I think if you can push on for another one to two months, there's a real chance that we can get some inertia behind it and we can drive recovery. I think on the on the kind of inverse of that, though, where you do need to move much faster is how you're actually physically operating day to day. Because at the end of the day, you're not in the same office with each other. Um, voice comms, video comms is wonderful. But there's this there's this risk that if you're having 20, 30 sort of Zoom and Skype calls every single day, you're not actually reading emails, you're not actually doing work, you're not actually moving the business forwards. And so I know a lot of people that we've been talking to are saying, all I seem to be doing is, is jumping from one call to another, because of course now it's completely frictionless. You know, you don't need to walk to the meeting, you don't need to spend time making the coffee, you can just go from meeting to meeting to meeting, which is really, really good in one sense, but, but can be a bit of a time drain in another. Yeah, my, my commute this morning only took me a couple of minutes. It was uh, it was quite good. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, yeah, I get the point that you can end up going from one meeting to the to the other, and and uh, and in fact, I think I I find myself uh, on days doing exactly that. So we've, you know, if if we've got teams of people, we're not, you know, we're organisations. We've got fifty plus, two thousand plus. Who knows? We've, we've we've gone from working in offices maybe even open plan offices or, uh, or or different offices around the building different locations but we're able to go to our colleague just shout across the room or, or go to our colleague and, and look behind their shoulder and you know and, and 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 all of that's suddenly gone um and managers probably have not uh experienced managing teams remotely uh or certainly some of the more traditional organizations um i'm guessing that uh that 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 employees are feeling quite anxious as well um and uh and probably don't know what's expected of them um how do we suddenly go from um uh, teams that are, are are in the same location to suddenly managing these remotely what what are the things that we need to be thinking about and and and, and doing differently I think one thing that's really important is making sure that that people have structure to their day. And this goes for everybody. I mean, this isn't a kind of seniority thing. I think that, you know, we've gone from, I turn up in the morning and I've probably got a routine and I bump into so-and-so and I make my coffee and then I sit down and we have this meeting too. I'm at my, I'm at my computer and it's very much, I'm kind of the master of my own destiny. And I think routine's really important. So every single morning we are doing a, a team stand-up um, it's a video dial-in, and that's one of the most important touch points for the day is everybody's making eye contact, everybody's talking, they're talking about what they're doing for that day, and on a Monday, we talk about what we're going to try and do for the whole week. And obviously, from a development perspective, we call this kind of agile working, agile methodology, but really, it's just about staying in touch, making sure everybody feels connected and um, understands what they need to achieve that week. Then, in terms of when the day's running, we've been experimenting with different things. So one of the obvious things that you lose um, not being in an office is um, the background noise, the background chatter. So we've actually been using Discord, which is a gaming communication app, which you can leave running in the background and everybody's on it. And it kind of gives you a sense of a little bit of background noise in the office if you want to feel that 
that sense of connection to people. Equally, you can turn it off when you're going to jump on calls. Um, but we've been playing around with that as a concept. And then in terms of how you actually get your work done, I mean, again, I think we're quite fortunate because a lot of our work is quite structured. So we have project management tools that help us understand what we're supposed to be doing and if we've achieved those things or not. But for a lot of people in perhaps less structured environments, I think it can feel a bit too open-ended. So I think the key for everything for me is structure because that's ultimately going to drive accountability. It's going to help drive the business. And I also think it, it really helps from a mental health perspective as well. You don't have that chasm of the day ahead of you. Actually, there's lots of really good positive things to be engaging with. And you've got tools that you can use with your team to make sure everybody's joined up. And 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 whilst there's so so I, I totally agree. I think structure is so important. Whilst we've got structure in place, do we also have to consider um, really understanding each individual and, and and actually allowing flexibility as well? So you know we've got uh, employee employees that are at home home working who may have families who may have. Uh, children around the house. I don't know if any of you heard the first minute of this. I had a three-year-old outside my door crying. Uh, you know, it's just the reality that we're in. Uh, there's not yeah. a lot we can do about it, and and it's about understanding that you know uh, that that there's got to be flexibility. And and uh, is is that fair to say? Is that we we've got to understand that and allow people not to have to do nine till five type of thing? Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing is, we I think we're supposed to be doing it in in a in a non-corona environment, right? So I think that one of the positives about Corona is it kind of reminds you of the things that you're meant to be live to, that you're supposed to be focused on. And I actually personally really love that. I, I love the fact that business is becoming more personal. You know, you, you're time warping into people's living rooms and kitchen tables when you're having these types of conversations and you're getting a much more personal interaction. I think that's I think that's great. And I've been on calls where, you know, kids have been on the call with us, right? Because that's the only way that, somebody can construct their life so i completely agree and i do actually think that at the end of this there could be some really positive things that come out of it in terms of more flexible working everybody feeling um, more personally connected so i'm hoping yeah i agree flexibility is good we should be doing it anyway um but the fact that it, this is forcing us to do it is probably not a bad thing yeah. So just to remind you, you can ask questions, you can comment. Uh, it'd be great to hear from you. Um, as we've said, we're live streaming on YouTube and in Facebook. And we and if you're watching this on the replay, just put hashtag replay. It's going to be shared on a number of different platforms. Uh, so we're talking about uh, teams that are suddenly having to work remotely and how to manage those, how senior leaders are going to manage managers, how senior leaders are going to understand how effective teams are. So come on, Adam, surely it's all about slack and zoom that solves the problem must, <laughs> you know slack zoom and a bit of email and we're sorted am i right um well obviously i'm slightly biased on this but um i think look i think slack is amazing i think zoom is amazing um what if i tell you what we use them for that might help answer the question slightly um zoom obviously is for actually for us is for external um video so we don't use it internally. We use it when we're talking to clients, when we're talking to people outside the business. Slack we use for internal video because it works really well. And obviously the teams then we can screen share. Um, but ultimately, you can't live your life through instant messenger. And um, I don't know if anyone else's WhatsApp is like, is like mine at the moment, but it's just overwhelming. I mean, it's hundreds of messages every day. And you can't, you know, you, you pick up your phone, 100 number of messages, you've got to go back through all of them to understand the context. 
there could be some really good information in there somewhere. You don't necessarily know where it is. So I think those tools are great for, for periodic and for real-time messaging, which is what they are, but I don't think they're very good for structured communication, for transferring knowledge, for communicating bigger principles. I think that still needs to be done in knowledge management systems. Um, I think there's still a role for those systems to play as long as they can interact with and connect with this other ecosystem of communications tools. But I think what we need to be really careful about is making sure we don't move from a situation where we're translating all of the stuff that would have happened in the office, all of the verbal comms, into thousands of instant messages and forgetting that actually that's not an effective way of, of transferring complex knowledge information. We wouldn't do it in an office environment and we shouldn't really be doing it at home either. So yeah, because the automatic thing to think is is you know we'll do Zoom calls to to get the office together and 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 to discuss and and just to tell people urgent messages and all sorts of different things. But I, what I think, correct me if I'm wrong, what what I think people are finding is that is that all of a sudden these Zoom calls are turning into all sort into all sorts of different natter and chatter and 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 going off in different directions and the effectivity of that is just you know going right down the the pan. Is that fair to say? I think it is. I think it's too easy to context switch when you're having a, a sort of free flow conversation. And context switching is the most mentally expensive thing that you can do as a human. It's as simple as that. You need to focus on tasks, focus on knowledge information, apply yourself to it, and then move on to the next thing. And I think you're totally right. I think all hands meetings are good if they're time limited. And our, our project manager, Mark, is very strict on, look, it's Ideally, it's 15 minutes. I'll give you 30 minutes max, but no longer, because then we need to break out and we need to get on with with the day job. Yeah, no, totally. And um, so so you've got something urgent you need to tell your employees or you've got a new policy. I mean, you know, things are changing. We've got people working from from home and, and we've got lots of different teams. We, we need to get messages out. Is email the answer? Well, I think email is a really, really good aggregator in the same way that, you know, we now, a lot of people consume their news through news aggregators. So it could be the Apple News app or um, something similar on Android. So this idea of bringing together multiple sources of information in a summary that's easy to get to, that's a format you understand, I think makes lots of sense. So I think email summaries that collate information are great. Um, again, Emailing out 50 copies of the policy, whatever it might be to people, is, is really old school and it's not going to work and people are just going to switch off from it because now they've got the WhatsApp messages, the missed Zoom notifications and the emails to read. So it's, it's, it's tricky. So I think it's about bundling things together, being intelligent about it, saying, what do you need to focus on today? What do you need to focus on this week? Here are the changes that are relevant to you as an individual for your job role, for, your, um, for the project you're working on. I'm really trying to reduce email comms, but it, but it is a great aggregator. Because the problem we have with that is is compliance, and you know you've sent the policy out, but you know you could, I guess, turn on a read receipt, but you you've no idea if they've actually read it, and you've no idea if they've actually agreed to it, um, and uh, and so that then uh, causes problems. Not even if it's just a policy, but even if it's just a key message or a uh, you know whatever it might be. I guess I guess I can see how uh, email wouldn't play its part. What you obviously have uh, a knowledge uh, base. Um, it's like a, a, a portal type. I'm not sure if you use that word. You, I'll let you describe it. In fact, <laughs> you go for it. Yeah, we have a we have a knowledge management system, and people call it different things. They they might call it a portal, an extranet, an intranet, an internal comms tool. 
Um, but the essence of it is it's key knowledge and information that you're communicating to people that you need to have a sense if they've engaged with, if, if they've read, and ultimately an automatic bulletin system that tells them when that content changes. And that's kind of the feedback loop in most organizations. Most internal comms focuses on those three components. And so we built this system a number of years ago to fulfill those needs, really. Yeah, and, and just to be clear, this isn't a sales tool. We're not trying to sell this. This is the, the, the way of thinking, the framework. Um, you know, uh, Adam's got lots of competitors that you could go to, although obviously, you know, you should go to Adam. Uh, but um, but no, this is, you know, this is this is around the, the framework and around uh, the the thinking about it and, 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 and actually the reality, because I think the instinct is, right, turn on the instant message, turn on the video, turn on, on email. I think they play a part. I think I think what I'm finding, and and just going off on a, a a different tangent for a moment, you know, with regard to mental health and with regard to anxiety and the feeling of loneliness and 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 only being able to you know communicate with with family and children, which I think is so important. Don't get me wrong, but from a business point of view, your family and children don't really want to hear it all either. Um, and so, yeah. I think I think video does play an important part. Um, but I think it's about using it effectively and, and for for a short period of time in a in a uh, in an infrequent way. If that's if that's does that sound? It's it's about the mix, isn't it? Is that right? I think it. I think yeah. it is. Yeah, and I think the I think the mental health side of things is really important. And you know, the reality of of the situation we're we're now in, based on the information that we have access to, you know, is this is going to be it's going to be a marathon. Is not going to be a sprint. So. We are, you know, we're not talking about one or two weeks now. We're talking about one or two months minimum. And in all honesty, it's probably going to be longer. And we've just got to be open and acknowledge that and say, okay, what are we going to do to support each other? Um, and I think it's partly making sure that as a team, as individuals, as friends and as our network, we actually make sure we're all still, you know, are we sleeping properly? Are we are we making sure we're switching off from work? You know, you've got to you've got to get away from the desk. It's too easy just to hover nearby. Are we still exercising? I mean, it's all these basic things that we should be doing anyway, but they're going to be much, much, much more important now. And I think the 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 impact of not focusing on these things is just going to get compounded over the next few weeks. Um, it, you know, if we don't remind each other that they're really important. So. How do we know that our managers are, are managing? How 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 can what systems can we put in place that helps us uh, give them the right tools? And you know what how, they've got to rapidly change from managing teams locally to remotely. What how what can we do to help them? And what and how can we gather that they are actually doing it? Well, I think there's lots of systems that you can that you can implement. So for us, from we have a customer support system through to project management systems, through to time recording, invoicing, billing, et cetera. So you can, there's lots of metrics across the organization that you can put in place. And if you've not put them in place and, and people have got questions, then, you know, please feel free to ask. These are not our products. These are products we use. And I think there's a stack, if you like, that you can deploy pretty quickly to give you lots of visibility across the organization. I think the harder thing, though, is to make sure um, that you don't, look like you're trying to suddenly micromanage everybody's job roles because that's not that's not going to work you know the reason that you're putting these systems in place is yes accountability is important but it's more to make sure people are supported you know so in our world if we're if we're seeing time records going in that seem 
far too much from one individual. We can have a conversation and say, look, you overworked. What's the situation here? Equally, if we don't see any time records going, we can say to someone, look, are you stuck on something? So I think it's there's lots of visibility that you can get across an org throughout your entire customer lifecycle. And I suppose it's going to differ from business to business. And that's the way I would break it down. I would focus on what's your customer lifecycle and therefore which are the key things you need to be keeping an eye on um, from a metrics perspective. But equally, I think it's really important people don't suddenly feel like, you know, you can dial into their living room at any point in time and, and suddenly they're being micromanaged because that's just not healthy. Yeah, I mean, and again, it goes back to actually they might have to be doing something with with one of their kids, or you know that that's 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 the important thing, and and you it's it's got to feel like you're not not all of a sudden uh, becoming big brother either. Um, yeah. But actually, you know, one of the points that you made earlier that I th- I I firmly believe that a huge amount of positives will come out of this. Of course, there's some tragedies and some terrible. Uh, situations that are also going to come out of this but but uh, but I think that the positives will be will be big and I think you know uh, the, the changing the way we work changing the way we think um, and, uh, and and sort of what you've insinuated really is that some of these things we should have been implemented years ago in our businesses yeah. for example uh, things like project management systems time tracking uh, different ways of communicating uh, you know these are these are sort of things that you know that we we should have already been doing uh, taking payments on direct debit even you know just some really simple stuff yeah. uh, you know moving away from checks uh, you know where, where some businesses are still still are um, and so it's you know the, there's some there's some uh, really key things so um and how do we how do we solve that compliance issue so that's around using a, a system i'll let you talk in fact how do we solve the compliance issue making sure that people have seen or heard our messages and and and, and yeah yeah i think i think before you put the system in you've got to think about what why is it important why are we doing it in the first place and it could be for any number of things it could be there's a genuine legal reason that we need to be disseminating this information, which could be mental health related. It could be um, health and safety related. It could be safe workplace related. But then on top of that, you've got the structural stuff that's important for that organization. How are we going to change the way we deal with customers during this crisis? What's our staff rotation period? Um, how are we dealing with out-of-hours queries? So there's a whole sort of gamut of customer service issues that, that need to be thought about, and it's important that everybody's completely joined up. So I think that you've got to have systems where you can easily disseminate that information and where people can very quickly tell you that they have read, that they have understood it. But even more importantly, if they have read it, if they've got questions, they can raise those questions and you can see it all be collated centrally and then you can do something about it. Again, if you imagine trying to communicate one-to-one with any more than say 10 people, that's just gonna become an unbelievably time uh, sort of uh, consuming task really, and probably unworkable. You know, With everyone's um, sort of enthusiasm, if you like, and energy for working at home at the moment, that might be hiding the, the, this concept of marathon, not sprint, which is coming down the line. I'm almost saying prepare for it now, prepare for the idea that the new norm is you may not be face to face with your colleagues for quite a long time. And so this isn't just about what you can sustain over a two-week period. It's what you can sustain over two months, four months, or possibly even longer. 
yeah and um and just to remind people you can comment i will share comments if you've got questions just to give you an idea someone spot my name wrong but uh hello good morning uh if you uh facebook doesn't allow you to see the name and the picture unless you uh click a link but i won't go into detail of that now if you want to show your name or company just put it in the facebook link uh sorry put it in the comment uh so i can show comments um but um just going back uh so um you know one of the things that we've not really gone into depth about is um uh, uh an- answers to internal questions so um uh whether that be processes whether it be um uh you know how do we how do we do this you know you could have shouted across the office and said Alison, you know what's how how do you what just remind me how you do that so so again you know there's a big thing about businesses should already have had processes written documented um, yeah so, so there's that first step of have you even got your processes documented again what's the positive that comes out here businesses need to start documenting things i guess yeah. um but what you're then uh t- also talking about is where those documents are and and how to get them so just talk to us about that whole um knowledge part of things that so, so we've 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 focused on the communication side and how to get important stuff out how to get key messages out but actually how do we how do we work effectively and how do you how, what what tools do you need to give managers what tools do you need to give employees to to help them work effectively so i kind of feel like the 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 key theme if you like to what you've just described is what i call discoverability so one of the major problems that all organizations face, and this is almost irrespective of size really, is that employees can't find the right information. So the number of times you talk to somebody and they go, I know it's on the internet somewhere, I just don't know where, and I can't, I can't either I can't be bothered to find it or I don't know how to find it. So instead I'm gonna go and take the old version from six months ago that I know somebody sent me via email. And that's, I mean, that's just playing out day in, day out across organizations all over the world. And it does cause a major problem because it breaks that critical information flow. It means that there could be multiple sources of truth. And ultimately, people don't necessarily know how to carry out the specific function or specific policy to the best of their ability. So the clients that we work with who really seem to to nail this are the ones that work out the map of the organization, say, okay, these are the key functions that we're carrying out across customers, across finance, across support. This is how the role breaks down inside of that. And instead of burying information in Word documents or PDFs, they, they surface it all effectively in a web format, very much like a web page, which is searchable. And then they attach a system to it that makes all of that content easy to find. So it's a bit like Google inside your organization, if you like. And I think enterprise discoverability, and again, for SMEs, it's the same challenge, SME, information discoverability. When you nail that, you become so much more effective and efficient. You reduce the the, the sort of questions that get sent across um, instant messenger. You reduce duplication of documents that are out of date, and you really make people feel you know more capable, more able to do their job. So I think that's the key to it all. If what if whatever is important to your organisation can't be found, then people can't read it and they can't carry out the you know the, the roles and the actions inside those documents. And where, where does where do tools like uh, Dropbox and Google Drive fit into this? Is 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 the answer not just have Google Drive? Yeah. So Google Drives, we use Google Drive. We also use Dropbox. I think the challenge with them both is that 
um, if it's noise in, it's noise out. So they, they don't really encourage you to think about the structure of your information. They don't really encourage you to think about who is that information relevant for. And they can be quite difficult to maintain over time as well. So whilst you can easily add thousands of users to Google Drive and, and to Dropbox, it becomes tricky to audit who has actually got access to what and who has actually read what. So we think they're important. They're definitely part of the mix. But if they're the only thing you use, they can become challenging, again, from a discoverability perspective, but also from a, from a sort of ongoing audit and maintenance perspective as well. So what you're, what you're sort of describing in a way is that you have one central thing that holds everything uh, or, or certainly uh, links everything up. It's the centre of the ecosphere is the word I think you used. Um, and and it's, it's then about understanding how you can use different tools around that um, to to bring in in different things and 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 actually just thinking of of zoom or whatever you know one of the i guess one of the problems that managers have got is how they're going to surprise and and entertain and and uh and 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 keep that team ethos you know they, they, might, they might have had dress down friday well they can't do that anymore uh right. so, so so managers have to also <laughs> uh be thinking about what they can do differently uh to to keep that team uh, spirit as well um so uh, 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 uh that's another challenge are you do are you guys doing anything differently you're all working remotely well, how are you keeping the, the the spirit going yeah so we i mean i think everyone at the moment is trying to do things like team lunches um although it can be a little bit strange because what you realize on zoom is that you you can actually zoom in on people eating in a way that you've never seen before and i'm not sure that's a positive so <laughs> i don't know if we're going to keep doing that but team Team lunches, um, you know, the kind of Friday social, everybody tries to get together, has a drink together, things like this. But I think I think surprise, if you like, and delight sits with managers. And again, ideally you should be doing this anyway. So yeah, yeah. You know, as an example, we um every quarter we try and take the team out and we do quite a big thing together off-site. How are you going to recreate that remotely? not really sure at the moment so if anyone's got suggestions please let us know but that's the type of stuff that people are going to miss over time it's it's not the lunches necessarily the drinks it's how are we building relationships and how are we having shared experiences and to be completely honest with you zoom's not going to do it slack's not going to do it we were actually talking about you know is this where you start looking at augmented reality and virtual reality to try and create more shared experiences um one of our uh, team members actually um uh, her family and her friends are predominantly overseas so she's actually playing the sims uh, and sharing experiences with them that way in a game so i think you know find something that works for you but it's going to be a lot of experimentation i think it's going to change as the weeks go by but the key is we've got to find a way to continue building relationships and having shared experiences yeah um one of the things that you know interestingly about you know uh how business is right now and, and and what you should or shouldn't be doing we were talking the other day correct me if i'm wrong but you you were uh you started recruiting before corona came along um yeah. and uh and, and and you're continuing if anything uh that message that you're you're recruiting it, yeah is that what's the uh what's the thought behind there is that is that do you think there's opportunity right now do you think What's the yeah so we so we started yeah we started recruiting um i guess probably about six weeks before the corona sort of situation at least um arrived in the uk um, and that's really for two reasons one we're 
quite busy as a company. So we've got lots of ongoing client um, projects that we are um, seeing through to completion and there's more requirements, more working off the back of that, which is great. But also we're, we're looking for continued growth and, and business continuity really. So it's really, really difficult right now. And I don't want to uh, in any way understate that. However, I think that we must remain positive. We must remain forward looking. We must continue to find ways when the time is right to trade with each other, to do business with each other. And I really, really believe that, you know, we will come out the other side of this thing. And I think as a whole, um, you know, business has the has the ability to keep moving throughout it, notwithstanding, I understand there are there are there are businesses and there are sectors that are you know going through really awful times right now. Um, and we've just got to try and help each other. We've got to come together as a business community. We've got to come together as a social community. But I'm absolutely determined that, you know, that we must and that we will get through it. Great. Your your way of helping, um, you are uh, giving your uh, solutions out uh, free of charge. Let, let us hear more about this. Yeah, so we've kind of... We've we've waited a few weeks to sort of see what the what the lay of the land is going to be in terms of how long does this look like this will run for, and it does now feel like we're looking at a minimum of three months, and so we've decided to make our um, internal communications and knowledge management tool available for free for three months as a minimum, and that's something that we might review depending on what the situation looks like, and that's um, free and fully supported to new customers. And for existing customers, we're removing any usage restrictions on that software over the same period of time, because we think that if you can get the message out more clearly internally, and that could be to your staff, it could actually be to customers and key stakeholders as well. If you can do that, then we stand as much chance as any of being able to bounce back in a short period of time. We know that that comms is important. Um, we know that businesses place a high value on it. So we think it's it's something meaningful that we can offer um, over the next 90 days. Great. Okay, that's that's really helpful. We'll drop a link into the uh, comments, but for, um, uh, in fact, I think I might be able to post one here. Uh, let's see if I can. Um, so, yeah, I'll just show that. There we go. So, um, correct me if I'm wrong, that's your uh, link, which with your offer, the covid-19.calls9.com. Um, and uh, you can uh, go there for the offer that you're giving. Uh, and, wow, you're supporting it as well. Uh, that's very uh, that's very kind. Um, I think you've, you know, you, you have made a, a great point, which is why I've asked you to, to be here today. Um, it is about us getting together and supporting each other. Just to remind uh, those that aren't aware of the uh, Facebook group that we've put together, it's the uh, Coronavirus Yorkshire Business Support Group, uh, and it would be uh, be brilliant uh, for you to join that. There's loads of help, loads of resource. We're going to be doing more uh, Q&As like this. Um, I'll just uh, sit that. There we are, the Coronavirus Yorkshire Business Support Group. Um, and um, it's a place where you can get help, you can get advice, find some positivity, um, and, uh, and 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 if anything, give you a, a new place to network and, and and talk to people that all have the same hopes, the same fears, um, and and are, are really just trying to trying to get through this. Um, anything? I'm not sure if there's anything else you want to add. If there's any areas that we've not talked about, uh, but I, uh, I I think we've covered most. Is there anything that jumps out, Adam, that you wanted to mention from calls nine? No, I think we've I think we've covered the the main things and. And just want to kind of reiterate what you're saying. I think um, I think joining the Facebook group is, is a really great idea, and I'd encourage everybody to do that. And I just encourage people to 
to ask questions, um, to network, to build relationships. Obviously, most people are more accessible than they usually are. So from that perspective, it's a really good opportunity to take advantage of and just to try as much as possible to remain positive because, you know, we will at some point in time come out the other side of this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Adam, where do we find you if we're looking for you online? Where where, where do we need to go? Um, you can go to causeline.com. We've obviously Check. put the uh, the offer up. Sorry to interrupt you. We yeah. put this up, so that. but carry on. Yeah, you can find us at causeline.com. Um, we're all over LinkedIn, so please check out the, the company LinkedIn page. And, um, yeah, if you've got questions about anything we've talked about, please feel free to to reach out directly. Great. Brilliant. Uh, you've been brilliant. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, watch out for other things. We've just got a comment here last minute. So that's very kind. Thanks, Johnny and Adam. Really informative. That's really kind of you. Thank you. Um, and uh, watch out for more of these. We've got some other topics that we've got ideas on and uh, we've got some behind the scenes uh, set up. I'll announce some times and dates once they're, they're officially confirmed. Uh, but yeah, good luck out there help each other be kind support be positive and listen we've got to fight uh fight uh corona together and uh and and take the opportunity and we're going to come out stronger uh, and i think that's the key message so thanks very much it's bye from me bye from adam bye from me yeah <laughs> take care and uh, we'll see you all soon you've been listening to the johnny ross audio experience Thanks so much for joining me. If you want to continue the conversation, head over to my website, fleet.marketing, or find me on LinkedIn. That's all for today. Please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, tag me in your social media posts, and please leave me a review on iTunes. It will make a huge difference for me. I will see you soon.